This is The Internship Show, where we interview heads of internship programs from the top companies in the world to learn more about what it means to be an intern for them and how to get hired. I'm Parker Pell, and today's show features Tom Clever from Biogen. With over 10 years of experience in talent acquisition, human resources, and higher education and enrollment management, Tom is passionate about the intersection of education and business. He is currently the head of university relations for Biogen, a leading biotechnology company focused on developing treatments for devastating neurological diseases. Tom, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Parker. So as the head of university relations for Biogen, what is your background in early talent? Yeah. Um, so besides at one point in my career being an early talent professional, um, I, I found my love for talent acquisition through the, the campus recruiting space. Um, it was actually my first role out of college. Uh, I was working for Target stores and uh, they asked me to participate in a number of campus recruiting events as I was a relatively successful, pre- fresh graduate myself. Um, and since that experience, I've always had a fondness for the early career talent space, you know, as I grew up as an HR professional. Um, more recently, Recently, I worked as the Director of Admissions and Enrollment Management for Northeastern University here in the Boston area, uh, which gave me the opportunity to work on the educational side of early career talent. Um, I focus primarily on the graduate program admissions, but almost every admissions essay that I read um, included some details on you know, how that applicant was planning on leveraging the degree to either advance in their career or make a career change. So today, I'm really fortunate to be in a role that kind of intersects the educational and professional components of early career talent. And I think my experience on both sides has uh, really helped us to ensure that our program blends the two here at Biogen. I was going to say, what experiences have you brought from academia into the early talent space as a professional and head of university relations? Because it seems like that's a pretty common transition from individuals to go from academia into kind of early talent. But what would you say kind of any experiences that you brought with you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, obviously as people look to go back to school or even go to school, you know, for the first time right out of high school, they have both career and academic goals, right? And I think the same is true as people are entering their internships for whatever company they're joining. And so um, ensuring that an internship is, you know, uh, both academic in nature, like there's intended to be a learning experience, but also bringing that professional component to make it more experiential and bring the two together. Um, I think it's the perspective, you know, that I have having worked on both sides. You know, certainly I'm not a professor or a teacher myself. And so when it comes to like creating curriculum, that's not necessarily a strength of mine, but my understanding of what, um, you know, students and interns are looking for, I think has helped me and um, the team at Biogen develop a program that kind of meets those needs. What would you say that a student, a student should try to gain from an internship? Because I think that students sometimes take an internship, they get it, they check a box, and then they almost lose perspective of why they need that internship or what they should be trying to take away from that internship? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's honestly, it's a, it's a really personal question to every intern, right? Um, you should be, you know, looking to take away from that internship, um, you know, what it is that you want to take away from it, right? And there's a lot of different things you can take away from it. I think in some cases, um, you know, it's an opportunity for you to almost get a trial run in the career that you've um, kind of selected for yourself or that you think you've selected for yourself, right? So it's a way to either confirm that belief, like this is, you know, what I'm going to school for, and this is what I want to do post-graduation, or, you know, 
make you realize that maybe that isn't what I want to do. And I think that that's just as valuable, right? It's better to figure that out early and, you know, make a pivot rather than finding yourself in a position where um, it wasn't what you wanted to do. Uh, so really, I think it's, um, you know, depends on you know, what it is you're, you're trying to accomplish. In some cases, people know that that's the direction they want to go in and this is going to help propel them in that direction. And so that's great, lean into it. In other cases, it's, you know, I think this is what I want to do, but I want to, you know, figure it out before I commit to it fully. And speaking of pivot, how did you all and your team at Biogen pivot to a virtual internship program this summer? Oh man, yeah, uh, definitely a challenge for sure. Um, we started considering our options, um, I think in early March, which happened to be my second week on the job here. Um, but we, we took a pretty deliberate approach to making that decision, right? So we first started by assessing um, whether we had the technical capabilities to run an internship virtually. Um, you know, then we determined that we did. We wanted to make sure that you know, even if we could run a virtual internship, you know, should we and can we still provide a positive experience? Because that's really important too. And then once we were able to decide, yes, we believe that we can, we started planning um, and figuring out you know, all the ways that we needed to mitigate some of the challenges that would come with running a virtual program. Um, I think once the decision was made to go virtual, there were a lot of things that we had to consider and I could probably take up the rest of this um, podcast to, to talk through all of them. Um, but ultimately though, I, I'd say we approached this shift to virtual um, you know, as a shift rather than building something from scratch. Right? So we looked at all of the components of our internship individually and came up with solutions to make them work in a virtual environment. Um, and then we did things to scale up on our, you know, networking activities. Uh, we ran some pretty deliberate training sessions for our intern managers on how to manage virtually, you know, and ensured we were staying in communication uh, with our incoming interns, you know, throughout the process to ease some of their concerns. So it was, you know, take what we have and make it work for virtual rather than build something new. Were there any kind of specific challenges or important components of your program that you all needed to ensure that were translated as effectively virtually as in person? Yeah, I, um, it's a great question. I think there are, you know, there are two parts of it, right? Like one are the logistical components, right? So um, how do we ensure that everybody gets all the uh, equipment that they need and all the instructions that they need so that they can join us virtually, right? You know, how do we manage laptop shipments for all of these interns? How do we get them some swags, you know, so that they have a Biogen t-shirt to wear on day one, right? And so that was, you know, some interesting challenges to think through from a logistical perspective. But more importantly, um, was thinking through the ways to ensure that our interns could feel connected to our organization when they don't have the benefit of being on ground, of um, you know meeting people in person, building that kind of inter-internship um, network and relationships. Um, and so we, you know, as I mentioned, we really had to scale up on some of the activities to make sure that our interns could do that. So we have things like, um, you know, a twice-weekly, uh, what we call called lunch tables where we have, I think it's six meetings set up that everybody's been invited to, you know, lunch table one, two, three, four, five, six, join the one that, um, that you want to join with the other interns from 12 to one and just eat lunch with other interns, totally unstructured. Um, we have weekly check-ins with the same group of interns, you know, every Thursday. So they also have a consistent group um, they can meet with and work with over time. Um, 
we've scaled up on kind of our virtual fun events. So we're leveraging things like, you know, the Steam platform to play some collaborative video games, virtual escape rooms, um, you know, all sorts of things that um, we wanted to do more of because we wanted to make them feel that connection. And so far it seems to have worked, um, worked pretty well. Feedback's been really positive. And I think that students, when we transitioned virtual, were afraid that they weren't going to be able to show themselves as well as they could be or prove why they were an asset to a company virtually. But do you believe that students can, in fact, show a company that they're a valuable asset um, to a company virtually? Totally. Yeah. And um, I should mention, too, so as part of like our um communication strategy before interns joined we you know shared a, a pre-boarding survey and one of the questions that we asked about right was you know what are some of the concerns you have for this summer and that was a, a pretty consistent concern right is you know how can i show what i can do um and i think you know part of it really goes to um that how we set things up before interns come and how we communicate with our hiring managers. So something that was really important was ensuring that all of our interns had, you know, a dedicated specific project project that they were going to work on this summer. that was meaty enough um, where they could really dig in and show what they were capable of, but also have commitment from their manager to provide that next level of support that they were going to need um, to be successful in a virtual environment. So, yeah, I think um, you know if we weren't as thoughtful or deliberate about it and ensuring that everybody had the right level of support and the right projects, it might be more difficult to show what you're capable of because in a virtual environment, it's probably harder to, you know, quote, find work. So we really had to find work for the interns in advance. Um, and so that's, uh, I think we're fortunate that we're, we're at that place. And let's talk because step one is knocking out a virtual internship. Step two is going back in the fall to school and what that recruiting landscape looks like. I'd love to hear your thoughts on kind of what is the landscape a student should be prepared to, to deal with in this fall. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And so, uh, you know, now that our interns are here, obviously I'm, I'm focused on our interns and ensuring that they're having a great experience, but I'm also really starting to turn my attention towards, you know, the 2021 internship program and um, what we're going to do this fall to start recruiting for that, uh, that next class of interns. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a pretty unique recruiting season this fall, right? There's no doubt about it. Um, every university that I've spoken with so far um, is not going to have employers come on campus and, you know, based on your know, conversations I've had with other employers, they're not anticipating sending anybody to campus. Um, so in the same way we've had to shift our internship to virtual this summer, it's sounding like the recruitment and the selection process is going to be shifting to virtual as well. So that includes things like, you know, virtual career fairs, virtual information sessions, virtual interview days. Um, it sounds like that's how things are going to work this fall. And I think it's going to be a pretty steep learning curve for everybody involved, you know, students, career services, and, you know, campus recruiting and university relations uh, organizations at, at various companies. Students can go and meet an employer at a career fair, in my opinion, and wear a suit, and they can show that they've done their research and stand out and stick in that campus recruiter's mind per se. But they may be circling back and saying, well, how do I do that and get that same effect virtually and how to differentiate virtually? What's your opinion on how a student or advice even as how to yeah. differentiate virtually? Yeah, that's a really tough question, but it's it's a really important one. Um, and honestly, you know, as I mentioned, these are these are uncharted waters for everyone. But I think you know your question applies to both 
applicants and employers, right? So something I'm trying to think through is, you know, Biogen is going to have to figure out how to differentiate themselves this year as much as students are going to have to figure out how to differentiate themselves as an applicant. Um, that said, you know, from from where I'm at now, where where we all are now, I think the biggest thing that um, a prospective intern can do is participate. So attend the virtual information sessions, make sure you ask a question, send a follow-up thank you message to the company representatives that hosted those sessions, go to your virtual career fairs with a plan about which companies you want to stop by and interact with. And if you've already attended a, you know, a virtual information session, reference the fact that you were there in that interaction, that next step interaction at that career fair as you're stopping by the, you know, the virtual booth. Um, I think the you know all of those things are going to help to to get you know you on the list of people that we you know, want to be interacting with and working with and potentially recruiting. I think the benefit to virtual is that as a student, you, you probably have the availability to attend more sessions than you would if you were in person, right? So you don't have to walk across campus, get there 20 minutes early, et cetera. You can sign up for sessions and, and log in from the comfort of your desk. So the way to set, set yourself apart is to just scale up on the number that you're going to, I think. Are there any questions that students should be asking an employer in an interview? Because it is a two-way street, an interview. So a student should be learning a little bit about who they're interviewing with. Totally, yeah. Um, any questions are a good question. I can't tell you the number of times I've been in you know, post-interview debriefs and the hiring manager says, well, the interview went okay, but they asked really good questions and that can like turn the tide for somebody that a hiring manager's on the fence about. So asking questions is really important. It shows curiosity, um, but it also shows to a certain extent like your level of understanding about the, the position and the company, depending on how um, you know, specific your questions are. Um, so I would, you know, to that point, your questions are as much a part of the interview as the interview itself. Ask questions about, you know, the role specifically, try and recall some details about the position itself and, you know, dig in a bit further on those specifics. You know, as, as you mentioned, Parker, of course, you want to be asking questions um, that will help you determine if this is an internship that you want, if this is a company you want to work for, it's a, you know, a project that you want to work on, um, you know, if it's the career path you want to go down. So come prepared with a list. But um, you know, th this is you know, kind of an interesting answer, I suppose. Like, keep in mind that everybody is going to ask questions about you know, what's the culture like or how are you going to support me as an intern? And don't get me wrong, those are great questions and really important questions to ask as you look to determine if the job's going to be a good fit. But those aren't the questions that are going to help you stand out against other applicants. I think the more specific you can get, um, you know, the more interested the hiring manager is going to be and that you've done your research and um, you know, can, can get to that next level of detail. It's as simple as doing a Google search, using the tool for the last 24 hours, the last week or month of information on that company and saying, oh, I saw this article. That's super cool. How does it relate to your strategy long-term for the company or how is it going to affect my internship? Totally. Yeah. Take the time to do your research um, into the company, into the, the hiring manager, look up their LinkedIn profile, you know, a little bit more detail into the role and maybe some of the, the tools or technology that are referenced. The question about, you know, I noticed this technology is referenced in the job description. I hadn't even heard of it. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? That's a great question. And I'm sure the hiring manager will love to answer it. So yeah, do your research. And we're here to talk about Biogen. So can you give an overview of of Biogen for our listeners who may have not heard of Biogen previously. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Biogen's actually been around for a, a fairly long time, um, you know, within the biotech space, right? Uh, founded in 1978 by a couple of Nobel Prize winners, um, and we've remained on the cutting edge of industry over the past 40 plus years. Um, today, we're a leader in the development of treatments for you know, some pretty devastating neurological diseases, including things like multiple sclerosis, ALS, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and several others. Um, our headquarters is in Cambridge, Massachusetts, uh, but we're a global organization. Um, we have a large facility you know, down in Research Triangle Park in Raleigh, um, where we do all of our own manufacturing, um, and we have several other business units you know, across the country and across the world as well. Why would you say that it's such a great place to work? Yeah, so many reasons. Um, you know, I'm relatively new to Biogen still, right? So to a certain extent, maybe I'm a little biased. I'm still in that honeymoon phase. I started in early March. But um, based on what I've seen, especially as we've gone through this, um, you know, this coronavirus pandemic, um, you know, Biogen truly cares about their employees and, and puts in extra effort to ensure that, you know, everybody feels welcome, included, is cared for, you know, and can bring their best selves to work every day. Um, for me personally, though, um, you know, I love Biogen's mission. You know, I like knowing that the work I'm doing is ultimately, you know, going towards making a difference for somebody that's struggling with a pretty terrible disease. And, I, you know, I don't mean to put any employers on blast and like it might be fun to work for a company that's developing the next great photo sharing app. But I like knowing that, you know, I'm working for a company that's solving real problems that's making a difference. That mission, I think, makes it a great place to work, too. And a student has accepted an internship with Biogen. What can they expect while interning at Biogen? Yeah, um, they can expect an experience that's going to be real. So as I mentioned, we're not creating dummy projects for our interns to work on. They're working on something that is actually making an impact on the business. And I think that that's important because it's, you know, it, it's not an experience that's inside of a bubble. Um, obviously, we're going to put some guardrails up, um, but it's real work. You know, of course, you know, I want to make sure that our interns have some fun while they're at it as well, right? You're there for a short period of time, 10 to 12 weeks if you're an intern. Um, so it's not all work. We host, as I mentioned, you know, a number of sessions that include things like, you know, weekly lunch and learns where you can hear from leaders from across the business to get a better understanding of kind of the broader organization. We host a bunch of fun events, social activities, networking opportunities. So we want to make sure that our interns are both getting, you know, a professional experience that connects to their academics, but they also get to have you know some fun while they're here too and what's the kind of size or scope of your program yeah it, it depends kind of depends on how you cut it right given that we're a global organization um i'd say in the u.s this is kind of an atypical year but um you know typically we'll bring on somewhere around 150 interns and co-ops each year um, and then a number of people full-time into certain parts of the organization. Um, we hire interns into every business unit at the company from research and development, corporate functions, pharmaceutical operations and technology, commercial, medical, et cetera. Um, and we really do rely on our interns to help us with real projects every summer. So it's the scope is pretty big and it's, it's growing. We have a lot of support um, you know, up to the executive level for our internship program here. What would you say is a way that a student could stand out when they're applying or, or talking to, to your team for a Biogen internship? We've mentioned, of course, 
being purposeful with your questions, but is there kind of anything else that you all are, are looking for in terms of maybe a growth mindset or curiosity? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think much in the, the same way I described it earlier, you know, try and participate where you can. Uh, and if you can't, that's okay. Like I get that it's going to be difficult this fall. Um, get your resume right. That's probably the biggest piece of advice that I can give. Um, formatting is just as important as the content of your resume. You can have some great experience, but if you're not displaying it in the right way, um, it's going to be difficult to connect your application with the role that you're shooting for. So I can't stress this enough, like take the time to format your resume and make it look good. Um, and also, you know, make sure you're applying for roles that, that match your skill set and what you want to do. You know, applying for 30 different internships at Biogen may sound like a good way to increase your chances of getting a callback, but in reality, you know, it looks like you don't have a specific goal in mind and you don't know what you want to do. And that's okay if you don't, but, you know, try and be a little bit more deliberate in your search and pick the ones that you think you're going to be best at and that you find most interesting um, because we do see a lot of interest. And so it's, you know, to a certain extent, difficult to filter through all the applications that we get. And I think, um, you know, being narrow within reason and having a well-formatted resume that aligns with what we're looking for is the best way that you can set yourself apart, especially if you're not able to join us for, you know, one of our information sessions that we're running or if we're not running an information session at your school because we can't be everywhere. Um, you know, try and narrow your search. Um, we've learned so much about Biogen and, and the program and experience and how fast moving your company is in the space to, to look towards the fall already and be able to pivot virtually. Is there anything else or any closing remarks that, that you would want to leave listeners with about Biogen, the company or your program altogether? No, I, I mean, I think we covered a, a lot of ground. Um, as I mentioned, it's definitely going to be an interesting fall recruiting season. And I know it's going to be an interesting fall semester for most students as well, right? With classes going online or in hybrid modalities. Um, but I think there's a, a great opportunity here. Um, and I, I think a lot of people, a lot of um, students may deprioritize their internship search with everything that's going on, which means if you know you as a, a student or a prospective intern make it a priority, if you get a really strong chance of landing that internship you may want for next summer. Um, you know, keep an eye on you know what's happening across the world. I'm optimistic that we won't be virtual for next year, but it's possible that we may be. Like, who knows how long this is going to extend for? So, something to consider is maybe figure out, you know, what did your employer do this you know most recent summer? Did they go virtual? Did they cancel? You know, we want to make sure that whatever you're landing, you're not at risk of losing, right? So, um, just stay close to it. Um, again, be deliberate in your search, and I think it's a great opportunity here if uh, if people can step it up. Um, we more than appreciate the time you've taken today. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Parker. Thanks again to Tom from Biogen for sharing how they've pivoted to a virtual internship program, what to expect while interning at their company, and how fall recruitment will look for all students. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to give us a rating or review about the show. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. This episode is brought to you by Scholars. Scholars matches college students and employers for internships and entry-level jobs based on skills, experiences, and interests. Thanks for listening, and we will see you all next time on another episode of The Internship Show.